0: Hey y'all, thanks for taking the time to listen to this installment of Go South, Old Man, a somewhat weekly podcast where a northern-born southerner explores some of the lesser-known things in and around the southeastern United States. In this episode, we look at a forgotten piece of music history, Studio One. Studio One was a recording studio located in Doraville, Georgia a suburban town about 15 miles northeast of Atlanta. It was designed and constructed in 1970 by an audio engineer, Rodney Mills, a music publisher, Bill Lowry, and songwriter, J.R. Cobb, along with business managers, Paul Cochran and Buddy Bowie. Together, they became the studio's original owners. Now, the one we're concerned with is Buddy Bowie. He happened to be a manager of a local band from that area who called themselves the Atlanta Rhythm Section. As an owner of the studio, he arranged for them to record all of their songs at Studio One. The band had started in 1970, but it wasn't until 1974 that they finally had a hit single with their song, Doraville. Two years later, they'd record their biggest hit here, the easy-listening ballad that combined rock, soul, and jazz, So Into You, which would peak at number seven on the Billboard charts. Now, another easy-listening hit was recorded here in that same year, when Starbuck recorded Moonlight Feels Right, and it reached number three on the charts. And then again, further on in 1978, Champagne Jam became the Atlanta Rhythm Section's first and only platinum album recorded here, featuring their top ten hit, Imaginary Lover. Well, during this time, it seemed that Studio One was gaining a reputation for producing a style of music that on the West Coast was known as yacht rock. It was a style of soft rock that featured elements of soul, jazz, jazz, R&B and funk, but the studio was more eclectic than that, and nothing is a better example of that than when Neil Young released Southern Man and Alabama in 1970 and 72. Both of these songs had lyrics that upset a lot of people down here in the southeast, and in response, a small band out of Florida which had recorded their debut album here in, at Studio One a year earlier in 1973, decided to write a song in response to Mr. Neal's songs. So they came back up here to Doraville and recorded the single Sweet Home Alabama. It would then cement Leonard Skynyrd as the premier southern rock band and launched them onto the national and world stage. Now, I don't want to say that this means they were obscure at this point in their career. Their debut album that was recorded here had produced three top 100 uh, songs, including Give Me Three Steps, Simple Man, and the great concert anthem, Free Bird. Now, much has been made of this rivalry between Neil Young and Leonard Skinner. But actually, they were fans of each other's music and friends to some degree. Young even wrote a song or two for them, but they were never recorded by the band. Sweet Home Alabama was the band's only single to crack the top ten. So, Studio One started to become a mecca for this new southern rock sound. With other top groups coming here, like 38 Special, who recorded their number one hit, Hold On Loosely, off their Wild-Eyed Southern Boys album. And other musical styles and artists recorded here, too, including mainstream musical and pop bands like Journey, when their album Captured Live was compiled here in 1980. But going into the 1980s, musical tastes were moving towards more uh, punk, hip-hop, and rap, sinking the studio into financial distress. After buying out his partners, Buddy Bowie continued to run Studio One until 1986, when he sold it to Georgia State University. Unfortunately, the cost of running a music studio was too high for the college, and it was closed permanently in 1989. Following a performance in Greenville, South Carolina in October of 1977, Leonard Skinner got on a plane bound for Baton Rouge, Louisiana. The aircraft would run out of fuel en route and crash in Mississippi. Key band members Ronnie Van Sant and Steve Gaines were killed on impact, and dozens of others in the band were seriously injured. The accident came just three days after the re- release of the group's best-selling album, Street Survivors. The Atlanta Rhythm Section, all their original members are gone now, but like other bands, they still live on with new members and continue to perform regionally. Manager, promoter, and studio owner Buddy Bowie died in 2015. The studio building one housed in, is now just another nondescript warehouse in a nondescript slight industrial park. And few, if any outside of you, my dedicated listeners, know how much great influential music was written, produced, and recorded here. Well, I'm going to leave you all now to the sounds of the Atlanta Rhythm section. And until next time... Thanks for listening, and stay curious. I was by star, But I could not catch a lie Now I stand here helplessly Helping you get into me I am say- so